Endless Possibilities with Catherine Dean. We're back to Endless Possibilities and I have today with me Catherine from Yoga from the Inside. Hello Catherine, how are you going? I'm very well, thank you. Lovely That's to great. be here. Look, I got you on board to come in here today is because we talk a lot about what people can do as far as exercising go. We all know there's yoga around and there's Tai Chi and there's Pilates and there's the gym and there's all these wonderful things to do. I hear that from what you do, it's different. Hmm. For starters, before you, we'll, we'll leave everyone out there that's listening in Radio World to go, oh my God, what's different? Leave that little one out there, okay? <laughs> but what I want to know first up, how did you get into yoga? Okay, so I guess when I was 20, I had a, a pretty um, horrific experience. My yeah. first love was killed in a car accident mm -hmm. and I was um, clinically depressed as a yeah. result of that. And as a part of the kind of recovery from that, I discovered some peace and stillness within me yeah. that really helped me to... Mm recover and find my way on in life so that was kind of that has nothing to do with yoga mm. but that was really what I was looking for mm. ever since I had that experience yeah. and you know I had lots of teachers through my 20s and 30s and it wasn't until my mid 40s that I discovered yoga yeah. once again due to another challenging part of life yes. um, and suddenly I felt that I'd come into contact with this whole system that really was aligned with that initial sort of um, inner, I guess, spirituality that yes. I had connected with yeah. in, when I was 20. Yeah. So I um, just, you know, s threw myself into it passionately. I'd always been very kind of interested in inner work and personal development and had yeah. done a lot of the head stuff, yeah. if you like. Yeah. But what I really liked when I discovered yoga was that it was kind of like a backdoor, yeah. um, you know, transformation through the body, really. Yeah. And um, I just fell in love with it. Mm. And I practiced for a couple of years and then uh, started my teaching training yeah. um, and that was in 2011 I've done many many trainings since yeah. then um, yeah so it's it's been quite a, a journey and the the breadth and depth of yoga beyond just the physical postures is yes. huge yes so you know 10 years almost 10 years down the track you know I've I'm really just touching the surface yeah. and there's so much more to yeah. to learn and know yeah. um yeah so I, I can go into what makes what I do differently from here if you want. <laughs> oh, no, I, I love what you've said because it's clear, like I was just talking to Alan about pathways and things like that and spirituality. Mm. And it's interesting because he said that, you know, sometimes he has spirits that come to him and people are wanting to know if they should go on and do something. And the spirit will say, no, it's not the time now mm. and what happens with people is when they get that rush to no 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 because everyone as you would know is in such a rush these days yeah that they they bounce forward into it when they've actually not the right timing and then it burns them or something goes wrong and then of course they get this whole 
downside that goes, oh, that was a really bad idea. I shouldn't have done it. I'd never go do that again. It gets very depressive and blah, 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 blah. When in actual fact, if they had taken their time and moved into it, in when they're in that right groove and to get into the and you know when you're getting and that's what you've done mm. like you've had that experience that was traumatic to you in your 20s and you've gone through you've had another one but that part of that trauma from the 20s opened up something mm. in you definitely yeah. yeah and when that other trauma happened in uh later in your life whether you were consciously still aware that that thing that had opened in the 20s was there mm. but subconsciously it was still there yeah absolutely and it's come through and it's gone okay we're ready to blossom now yes yeah and that that that's very much how it feels actually mm. yes. so go on tell them all right so i guess if we go if we if we look at the way yoga is um understood in our culture today it's yes. pretty much a series of physical shapes yeah um and it's a form of exercise yeah but way back 200 years BC, the mm. first recordings of yoga recorded, a, a guy called Patanjali recorded an eight limb path. Mm -hmm. And the physical movement or asana is mm. only one of the eight limbs. Yeah. So there's a whole lot more to the system of yoga. There's yeah. philosophy, there's breath. Yes. And the final four um, limbs are all about meditation. So while we understand or what we see at the surface level of yoga in our community or in our culture is um, a physical form, an ex a form of physical exercise, mm. it's much more than that. It's yeah. a holistic system of mm. self-transformation. Yes. And um, some of the things that are really different about the way I approach yoga now, 10 years down the track, yeah. I've done the whole physical thing and loved it. It was mm. so much fun. Mm. But age and stage, I've sort of moved beyond that now and much mm. more into the meditative aspects of yoga. Mm. And I'm studying yoga therapy at the Yoga Institute at Camaray. Yeah. Um, and within that really understanding the importance of, of the other elements other yeah. than just the physical. For instance, the working with the breath in yoga is probably the most powerful intervention mm. at a physiological level. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I can go into that a little bit just, mm. you know, from a, a I guess a, a self-care perspective yeah. if we're wanting to regulate um, you know, our own um, moods if you like. A focus on the inhalation is uplifting and invigorating um, and a focus on the exhalation is calming and actually triggers the, the relaxation response in the body. Yeah. So using the breath, you know, is a great way to self-regulate um, when, you know, I'm somebody that has low mood, so mm. I'm, I'm, you know, having to work with that mm. to, to self-care and bring myself back into balance. Mm. But somebody with that experiences high levels of anxiety, for instance, exactly. is, you know, mm. going to be um, benefited much more by restorative practice, mm. by, you know, forward folds, for instance, are, are just a way to, to mm. calm the nervous system. Mm. I'm also interested in, in trauma. Yeah. So my meditation training is in the IRS Yoga Nidra Meditation Protocol. Yeah. And it's very much a trauma-sensitive mm. approach. Mm. And what we know... Um, I've done a lot of training around trauma. I've done the Warriors at Ease Level 1 training, which comes out of the US. Mm. Um, 
and some some training around anxiety, depression and body image yeah. and, and trauma. And what we know, fortunately, these days due to the neuroscience is that um well for a start if we if we understand that the autonomic nervous system has yep. two aspects yes. the um sympathetic and the the parasympathetic yeah, nervous yep. nervous system a lot of us um are pretty much chronically locked into sympathetic mm. nervous mm. system mm. uh that fight flight yep. mechanism yep. so there's a lot of um, benefit in actually switching on the parasympathetic yes. side of the nervous system, the the, the rest and, and mm. digest aspect, yeah. because that changes the physiolo physiology of the body. It changes yes. the brain chemistry, the blood chemistry. Mm. And I, sorry, I, I, I just wanted to say something there. I really don't believe that people realise the power of breathing mm. And what it can actually bring about and I, I worked on lifeline and you know you could hear people there that was so so worked up like yeah. incredibly worked up mm. and when people talk really quickly I remember my youngest son he used to talk so quickly we called him yickety yak and <laughs> the thing is we'd say can you just take a breath yeah but that is what it is mm, mm. and what I find is and when I deal a lot with people with anxiety but even with depression all these things that you're speaking of trauma the whole thing when people you say to them look if you breathe I have had people say to me and dismiss it by oh don't tell me go tell me to breathe again you know but what they're looking for is it's actually simply within our own selves absolutely and what they don't understand is that we have the mechanisms in our body is very very intelligent it's really quite better than what you consciously are yeah. aware of yeah. and that it can do the the things of healing and fixing and stopping anxiety and simply breathing is yes. that simple mm. but it's not that simple to breathe properly is yeah, it that, that that's very true mm. i guess what i want to say about breath is it's life really yeah. if there's yeah. no breath there's no life yeah. so it is you know our our greatest connection to yeah. the life force within us yeah um and there are some definitely some tricks for for yeah. example um just just breathing is one thing i've been working with people recently with anxiety who you know have that self-care intervention themselves they will um you know breathe slow their breathing down but in one case um a woman was holding the inhalation so suspect like actually retaining the breath on the inhalation and the thing about the inhalation is that it does actually trigger the sympathetic nervous system mm. so if we know that um the the fight and flight um, system is activated we want to focus more on the exhalation mm. and always as a general rule the exhalation always being longer than the inhalation mm. and avoiding that you know it, it's interesting it's a bit of a um, it's counterintuitive like you you often hear people say take a deep breath so taking a deep breath is one thing but it is actually quite triggering for mm. the for the nervous for mm. the sympathetic nervous system to mm. just take that gasping breath it's mm. much more that we want to stretch the breath out mm. both the inhale and the exhalation yeah. but as as a rule the exhalation always being longer than the inhalation yeah yeah to calm the nervous system Th there's a Oh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a place that I actually looked at training to teaching people how to breathe properly. Yeah. Because 
if we, as I said before, if we don't overcomplicate life and we keep it simple, you've actually got it all within yourself. Within you, absolutely. It's just you don't acknowledge it. That's exactly. That, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. You know, and I guess if there's one thing that one way that I describe the yoga that I teach, it's coming back to what's natural within you. Mm. Yeah. Because it is all there. Well, we might just go to a short break and uh, we'll come back and we'll talk to Catherine about more on what benefits yoga can do, the actual depth of yoga, how far it actually goes. And welcome back everyone to Endless Possibilities where I have Catherine from Yoga from the Inside. And we've been talking about breathing as one of the parts of yoga and I, we're going to talk about other things too with how I suppose what did you spoke about the philosophy and that a lot of people look at it as exercise and I think people do know the breathing part of it too but you talked about the philosophy of yoga do you, you think that when you're teaching things like this that it's actually very important for people to take on that as well to look at the philosophy and realize why it is yeah I absolutely do um, and I guess where I'll go with that is in relation to the meditative aspects of yeah. yoga so firstly going back to the breath really yeah. um, what we're doing with yoga is coordinating the movement of the body with the breath which is yeah. a meditative practice mm. and um, as I was just saying to you in the in the break um, I teach mindfulness all mm. around Western Sydney yeah. and the benefits that come from a mindfulness practice are to bring you back into the present moment because mm. so much of our time is spent in that dominant mode of thinking mm. either being in the past or in the future yeah um and that is where our stress comes from that's right whichever end of the spectrum it you yeah. know happens to be on yeah. whether it's anxiety or depression or mm. any of the other yeah. kind of stresses, <laughs> places that, that of stresses that we've got in yeah. got in our lives yeah. so yoga as a meditative practice gives that opportunity to really just arrive back in yeah. the present moment and and this is a thing that I guess has really sort of changed my practice because for many years I, I had quite a strong practice and I taught quite a strong practice yeah and it was very much for me still caught up in performance yes. and being able to perform postures particular ways and you know uh, always a sense of striving towards a future achievement yes and really what I've learned through um, that kind of you know diving into the much more meditative side of, of yoga is that all of that was really always taking me away from where the peace actually mm. is which is here and now within. and mm. yeah within mm. and accepting um, you know everything as it is in this moment mm. now that's not to say that um, within that there's not a, a sense of wanting to change it's very mm. much a balance of, of acceptance and change but so that the change comes out of compassion mm. from you know a, a sense of compassion rather than a sense of lack so that there's not there's something wrong with me and I've got to strive towards meeting some ideal that's prescribed from the outside yeah. it's okay here I am and you know this is this is going on and I'd really desire to be moving more in that direction mm. so it's a very subtle shift yes. but it's made a very big difference mm. to my personal practice and the yeah. way that I teach I have a lot of people that come to me and if I was to say meditation to them it's like I've said diet 
Yeah. They absolutely get defensive. Yeah. They go, oh, my God, same as if you say, you know, well, if you breathe, and they roll their eyes and I say, <laughs> not a one of these things are going. But I think what it is, because people, and I think more so these days, there's, life is very, very busy mm -hmm. and it is very yesterday mm -hmm. sort of world. I, I Like clients, I say to them, when do you rest? And they go, no, 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 I rest, Catherine. I go, when do you do that? Mm. And they go, well, when I'm watching TV at night. Mm. I said, oh, okay, so yeah. what do you do in the ads? And they go, well, check Facebook. Yeah, right. You know, like they yeah. constantly got to have that yeah. source of entertainment. Yeah. Whereas I know that when I watch TV, and I do check Facebook, so I'll put my hand up there too. But the thing is, you used to watch the ads. Yeah. And you either made conversations about how good or bad they were, mm -hmm. or you took the ads as time to run out and get the cup yeah, of tea. Yeah, do something else. <laughs> or if the boys are watching the footy, they're out getting the beer. But whatever they're doing, they're you're using the ads for a specific thing. Yeah. But these days, it's got to be what's on Facebook. Why haven't they answered yeah. me? I text them. They don't they like me anymore? Mm -hmm, and the mm -hmm. mind is racing, racing so much. all the time. You're absolutely right. There's a, a fellow meditation teacher in Sydney, and he has a video on his website. And in that, and I don't know where these stats come from, but it mm. absolutely makes sense, that the amount of stimulation that we're exposed to in our modern lives in mm. one day mm. is the equivalent to what somebody 250 years ago was exposed to in their whole lifetime. Yeah. So that, you know, I don't know how you quantify that, but it makes sense to me. Like, oh, I, I, even just from my childhood, you know, when you'd look up information in an encyclopedia mm. as opposed to just Googling it, like, we are just so bombarded with so much information and so much stimulation. And we don't have those, as you're saying, those natural rest breaks and those pauses to actually Get let up. our system recover. You know, yeah. and like we're talking about the autonomic nervous system, we're just on stimulation all exactly. the time exactly yeah and i mean here you've got where you could be sitting somewhere and you want the radio to go up you know google make the radio go up and i mean my friend has that and i go wow <laughs> it's like a servant a slave or whatever no wrong channel google change it and now you can turn your lights on by saying it and mm. and i think that's great and mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. great technology can do that mm. but is it actually servicing mm -hmm. us mm -hmm. i actually really think that's why i mean mindfulness is such a buzzword yeah but it's 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 i believe it's why mindfulness is taking off so much because oh, we have all of this stimulation it's just built into our lives we're exposed to it all the time mm. and and people are really struggling with the the um, the impact of that yeah. or the 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 side effects of yeah. it which is you know very busy mind um can't and sleep yeah that's right yeah big sleep issues yeah. and you know chronic pain all all sorts of health yeah. issues that are um, stemming from yeah, come, this complete need to yeah. be constantly charged um, yeah exactly yeah. absolutely yeah, that's it the off switch doesn't yeah. happen happen yeah there's yeah. just not not a yeah. pause there's not rest yeah. And I, I'm obviously we're both passionate on this, but I mean the thing is that to try and say to someone how you need to do this, it's like a foreign language to them, and in sometimes depending on the people, it's like you're swearing at them. Yeah, and I think there is. I think you said um, earlier that people get quite defensive yeah. and, and they do because I think there's a misunderstanding particularly mm. in relation to meditation there's all sorts of myths yes um, that you know the classic myth that we're going to stop our thoughts mm. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> the mind produces thoughts. That's yeah. what it does. Yeah. So actually in, in meditation and mindfulness, we're not actually trying to stop the thoughts. Mm. We're trying to disidentify from the thoughts and allow yeah. them to, you know, kind of be there mm. and, and not get into a struggle with mm. them, but also not get, get caught up in them mm. either. I did a interview with uh, Pete Evans and uh, it was basically like we are today sitting here we just chatted and it started off as I he said to me, basically what happened is I had I, I emailed him regarding something on a Instagram account or something my daughter told me he actually answered I thought I'd get one of his you know off people or something mm -hmm. and he answered me and then I said something back and before you know it we had a little e email communication only a few and uh, look he came back ring me tomorrow and discuss no worries so I rang got off the phone and uh, my partner said so did you ask him for an interview <laughs> right uh, I'd actually didn't even think of that you know because mm. I was actually wanted to do what I wanted to do mm. And so I emailed him, oh, would you be up for a Zoom chat or something? And yeah, yeah, of course I am. You know, if you don't knock at the door, it never opens. Oh, nice. And I absolutely love that he said mm. that. So when we did this uh, Zoom chat, it was about knocking at the door and opportunities mm. present themselves. Mm -hmm. But you've got to be open to knock at that mm -hmm. door, mm -hmm. right? It has to come from you. You're yeah. the knocker. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And so absolutely. this interview, we went into mindfulness, how he does things and we went from that into um, cannabis mm -hmm. and his use of it mm -hmm. and he said that it's a relaxation it's where he can go into a place where anything can yeah. happen he doesn't have to think about it yeah and it's his time mm -hmm. and I think it was with I did not expect him to say that on the interview, but it was all who knows what's going to be said. Yeah, right. And I love that sort of thing, you <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah. But he 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 is a very chilled person. Mm. Uh, his whole, he, you know, he's just so chilled the way he does things. Whether or not you should be doing cannabis, do that. I am not saying people out there go and smoke cannabis or do whatever. I'm not saying that. So please don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying the point is to have that space, mm -hmm. what you're talking about mm -hmm. with meditation, where you can go into that, like nowhere land? Yeah, nowhere Nowhere is quite a, a useful word. I guess the thing when you talk about this territory, no words will describe it because yeah. it's undescribable and yeah. undefinable, which mm. is what we're looking for. Yeah. Uh, where the mind is constantly wanting to divide and define and yeah. categorize and we need that. We need mm. that to be able to communicate mm. and understand, mm. you know, you know what's going on in life. Mm. And there's something more. Yeah. And I think we're at a very interesting time in, you know, the evolution of consciousness yeah. that um, with all of this stimulation that we're so exposed to, mm. and I think you were saying that you know people have to know to knock at the door. My business name, Yoga from the Inside, is recognizing that there is something within us yes. that does want to, yes. you know, that's, that's kind of going. Uh, this is just something not right here, yeah. and wants to be expressed. And yeah. I, I do think that's what has driven such an interest in mindfulness. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I teach, um, you know courses regularly and every course is booked out 20 yeah. people there's a, yeah. a real hunger for it out yeah. there people want to learn mm. ways that they can self-manage mm. and give themselves a bit of a, a bit of a break from yeah. from all of that that mm. stress the stressful environment that yeah. we're living in 
Yeah. Well, it's good if people are recognising that. That's mm. actually a very good step to me. That makes me very happy yeah. to know. It's. I mean, it's great you've got a booked out place. But, I mean, more to the point that people are recognising. Mm-hmm. Which, which is good. Yeah. I mean, that's a big step forward. I mean, the hardest thing to make a person to stop smoking, drinking or anything is to recognise yeah, yeah, exactly. that you have that need yes. or you have that problem. Mm. So. And, I, and I think it's really interesting. Um, I think this ha- is how language evolves. It's like mindfulness is the new word, really, for meditation. Yeah, it it's yeah. the new word for meditation. Mm. But I think meditation had become so associated with monks in robes and being mm. in a cave and, mm. you know, you've got to stop your thoughts and yeah. all the very strict... Yeah, and keep that rod-like spine and all of that. So I think mindfulness, you know, that that language, having that language has just given us a bit of a softer way into the the benefits that that you can get. And it's actually, when you think about it, the words are what it is. Yeah. Whereas meditation was a bit, what is it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think there's still a a lot of what is it. (laughs) You know, because it has, and that's what happens, you know, when things do, you know, get picked up by, you know, like the um, popular culture, um, what is mindfulness? And, Mm. yeah, it is, I use those words interchangeably. I like to say that meditation is the action that we take to get the outcome of mindfulness. Oh, that's a good way of doing it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. So one's a noun and one's a verb. Yeah. What do you actually offer then? Yeah, so at the moment um, I have a uh, I have drop-in classes that are located within yeah. the Hawkesbury Leisure and Learning Great. Centre. Um, I'm there on a, a Monday morning and Monday evening and there's another teacher that teaches on the Wednesday evening. Yeah. And I also offer one-to-one personalised yoga practices. Mm. Um, and this is much more uh, about... A therapeutic application of yoga so people might be experiencing suffering at a physical mental or emotional level Mm. and developing a personalized practice that they can take away and do in their own home is a great self-care approach Mm. it's not what you'll get in a group class it's very tailored to the individual Individual, um, to address the particular Mm. um, circumstances or difficulties Mm. that they're they're grappling with in life what do you find more popular people going towards the group or the individual or do you find they go to the group realize well, how great it is and then want to go to the individual <laughs> yeah interesting so i guess um you know my group classes aren't particularly popular because they're not what the mainstream um idea of yoga is right, you know okay. it's it's so in all of my group classes i do mindful movement i do breath work and mm-hmm. i do meditation um so yeah, and the group classes that I offer aren't huge, mm. um, but, you know, hopefully they'll grow. Mm. And the, the one-to-ones, uh, you know, that's it's up and down, it's sporadic. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. they'll have a bit of a rush of yeah. people and sometimes it just sort of goes quiet. Mm. Um, the do other you get thing, a rush prior to Christmas? Uh, no. What I like to do um, prior to Christmas is offer really restorative and relaxing yes. things. So I have a yes. colleague that um, comes and does uh, crystal bowls. Yes. Um, sound therapy session. I love session. that. Yeah. I love sound therapy. Yeah. I actually might get the name so that I can yeah, get yeah, them on. Yeah, yeah, good. Because I good. love sound therapy. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And Karen is fantastic. Yeah. It would be lovely. Mm. Yeah. And 
a lot of my so I do a fair bit of stuff away mm. from the studio for yeah. various um, you know different organizations yeah. and and entities um, and you know I, I do do my own courses I've got a workshop coming up next Sunday afternoon at um, uh, it's a place called uh, The Hub and it's above the Alley Cat Cafe in Richmond. And it's just, it's actually called You Are Already Enough and it's an introduction to the IRS Yoga Nidra Meditation Protocol but with a particular focus yeah. on working around that um, belief um, that I'm not good enough because mm. it's a pretty common one and oh, yeah. um, it's yeah. it's a classic way to keep ourselves uh, disconnected mm. from you know that limitlessness that is yeah. within us so that this workshop will will focus specifically around that belief and I, it's and it's close relatives yeah. <laughs> I think that people that have that feeling they're not good enough the danger in that feeling for as long as it runs is that it begets very habitual yeah and the other thing is they get very comfortable in it yeah i think that's true and it gets to a point that it's a classic and maybe not conscious and i don't think it is conscious yeah. but it's a great excuse not to have to yeah well i think it becomes a, a defense for sure yeah. you know and i think all of us we have have defenses that we've put in place for whatever reason and mm. and we're not aware that they're actually not serving us mm. and you know there are ways to mm. to unravel them mm. and you know mu expand much more into that mm. i love the name of your program what is it unlimited no endless possibilities endless possibilities yeah, yeah endless and open yeah. into endless possibilities yeah. Yeah. well it's probably because when well, i had endless possibilities i was using in my business but when i came into this i was trying to think of something I think more radio-ish. <laughs> right. If, if that's such a thing, you know, I, I was thinking, oh, I've got to be hip, I've got to be this, I've got to be that. And I was just writing down these things and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to throw this one out there mm. because I was using it anyway in my mm. business. And it was, that's really good. I went, oh, no wonder I have it in my business. It is good. Why yeah. was I doubting myself, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's, see, I may be whatever therapist I am, whatever hat I put on, but at the end of the day, I believe I've created everything in my life. I, mm -hmm. I truly honestly believe that as yeah. much as I'd say that on all of my yes. children's names, you yes. know. Um, I believe I can create my future. I believe mm. we all can create. Yeah, We've yeah. all got that ability within. Yeah. It's just we have to open ourselves. Mm. We have to acknowledge we can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Know? And so that's sort of what my thinking is and... I, I suppose what I find sad is when I see people so constricted. Yes. Knowing how much they could. They could, yeah. yeah. Like we we really all have the same access to that mm. that life source, you know, mm. and we're all a unique expression of that. Yeah. And, um, you know, some people are going to be a big oak tree and some yeah. people will, will be mm. uh, a, a little you know kind of flower or, yeah. or whatever yeah. um but really finding what it is mm. that you know the uniqueness that we bring mm. is is really what i'm on about mm. well, we do have it though mm. that's the thing yeah. and that's what we're saying it's yeah. all within yeah absolutely it's all there mm. and it's just a matter of your perception and your mindset 
of how willing you are or what you really want. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was at a business meeting earlier in the week and we were going over what could be done with this business. And the business owner kept saying, well, I can't, I can't, I can't. How many times I counted, I can't. And I thought, well, if you keep saying it, you're totally correct. Yeah. And I agree with you, you can't. Yeah. The other thing, I guess, on the same vein that, that I would say is that no matter what our life situation is, it's perfect for us. Yeah. You know, I look back on my life and all of the, you know, the kind of traumatic events that have happened, they have been the things that have defined me. They have That's been wrong. the things that have, you know, transformed me and changed yeah. me. And I think we get caught up in ideals that somehow we should be some sort of exactly um, meeting some sort of ideal that's yeah. you know kind of given to us from our culture that's right but really wherever we are whoever we are is absolutely okay mm. and our life circumstances are for us not yes. you know not we're not the victim of them we're no. actually um they're our lessons if you like they're our exactly ways right. that, that we can that. Yeah. that we can you know move and grow and if you don't it's okay it just means you're not at that point in that time to yep. do that yeah exactly and i think that's what people have to learn that sometimes those expectations of cultural society or anything are the expectations of them and don't don't take it on board. Yeah. You don't have to do that. And you know, it's a it's a tough one, I think, because we're born into this, um, you know, this world, and we're conditioned, and we yeah. have to survive in it. That's right. And you know, I, I guess what yoga is offering is an opportunity to go. Yep, that's all the conditioning. Yeah. And there's something more than that. Yeah. And and just really opening to yeah. that. And and so I do say that you know the yoga that I teach is yoga for self realization. Yeah. Um, and it's. It's about recognizing that we're not limited by our conditioning. Yeah. It's there yeah. and it's it, it's affecting us, yeah. um, but it's not the limit of who we are. Yeah. Well, I've totally enjoyed speaking with you today. Thank you so much for coming into the studio and taking the time out of your day yeah. uh, to discuss this. I. I think you and I would probably talk for too long. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the people would be going, well, you know, you, you have to play music too, please. <laughs> Get on with it. So, look, thank you very much, Catherine. I really appreciate it. Maybe you could come back and we can chat again sometime. Yeah, be happy to. About some other stuff to do with yoga, with people getting to that point of being able to unlimit themselves. And, yeah. And looking at whatever's happened in your life and... You know, it's like I always say: try and turn the possible the a situation that you think is good, and look for the look that is bad, and look for the good opportunities. Within. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you have been defined by your trauma. I've been defined mm. by my anxieties. Thank God I had them. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't be sitting here yeah. talking to you yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so that's what it's about. So thank you very much. I will be putting this into a podcast, everyone. I will put in where you can get in touch with Catherine, all the links, everything, and so you can go straight to her and you can get all the information and maybe even start making the changes and that you desire in your life too. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you so much.